All righty. Welcome to the first ever Burbcast. I'm your host, Bradley, along with my co-host, Casey. Hey, guys. What's on the docket for today, Casey? That is the question, Brad. We have so much on the docket for today. I think this being the pilot episode, we just kind of want to get going. Um, And what else is there to talk about besides the coronavirus in Montana, Brad? Honestly, at this point, not much because there's not really a whole lot going on. Montana itself has been a shelter in place for about a week now. Would you say? Yeah, five Bullock, days. Yeah, it's it hasn't been that long, and I'm gonna be honest, Brad. It hasn't really felt that different from when we first, you know, got school canceled and everything else shut down. That's true, but um, yeah, no, the whole shelter in place thing really didn't change lifestyle too much. But I, it is a drastic change of lifestyle from, you know. A month ago yeah i never i mean i'm gonna be honest that last friday like i i had there was nothing i was it was not on my radar that that could have been my last day of high school you know oh not at all not at all and then school got canceled sports got canceled stores shut down and the weirdest part about it is like i i have i have no contact with the pandemic threat that is basically wreaking havoc across America. Like here in Montana, we're sh- we're so sheltered, and it seems like it seems so pointless. It's like why can't I like do stuff with people? You know, why can't we just live our normal lives? But that is that is the mistake, you know. And that's yeah, what has definitely. caused the spread. I think the biggest issue that has come up with this whole coronavirus thing is the fact that, like, you know it can lie dormant in, you know, some people don't even feel symptoms. It just lies dormant in them and they pass it on to other people. And then other people, you know, it'll lie dormant for two weeks and then you get sick and other people, you know, it just hits you and it hits you hard. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's intense for sure. You know, Montana, while we've been doing an absolutely phenomenal job of the whole shelter in place, phenomenal shutting things down early you know definitely has led to less cases for sure but on top of that we don't have enough tests to really know for sure how many cases we have here yeah and i don't think i don't i think that's the case everywhere you know the united states was way behind on testing like south korea places like taiwan they got on it and yeah. uh, for a while we had a leader who kind of was just like it's going to be totally fine. <laughs> we're going to be mean, out by Easter. <laughs> yeah, he said we're going to be out by Easter. And what is Easter's this Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, and it's three and days. It's, we're, we're, we're just on the, at the beginning of the spike. Yeah, that's, we're not. That's going to we re- result. We haven't even topped out yet. Yeah, no, and that's the crazy part. And you're, you're right about the, the incubation period. They, they say it's two to 14 days before you even feel like you're sick. You're sick. But you don't feel like it. And that was the issue. We had a couple cases in the United States and it was like, okay, well, it's not spreading, right? But it was and we just had no idea. Yeah. And it still is. And in some places, no idea. And, you know, it's small towns like us that are, you know, oh, it's okay to go hang out with your two friends, you know, go for a hike, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you don't take into account, you know, the half hour drive where you're sitting three feet apart from each other and they were, you know, three feet apart from five other people in the last five days and they've been those people and so on and so forth. And, you know, if you think about, you know, who's coming into contact with who, the risk is enormous. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's exponential. And Brad, <laughs> I will say, when we went on that hike, we caravaned. Okay, everyone had their own car. It was sick. We weren't sick. But yeah, sick. for sure. And like, I get we, that. You know, we were pretty. But like at the same time, any contact you have with people is is a risk. Is a risk. And 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 we as young people don't really 
think about it that way, you know, because the death rate is really small. But I don't want to spread it to my mom. I don't want to spread it to my teachers. Like, there are people that, you know, all of us care about who can be affected by this. Yeah, for sure. And that's really my concern, obviously. Um, But also, it's just, you know, it's one of those things that you just want to help to end the problem faster. And, you know, it's, you know, it's great to go out and go fishing and, you know, hiking, whatever. But, you know, you want to maintain your social distancing, of course. Yes. So with that said, um, how has social distancing been going for you, Brad? Um, honestly, I'm going a little psycho. (laughs) We all are. (laughs) I have played copious amounts of video games, which copious amounts, which, you know, it's nice to have as an outlet and a way to actually communicate with people, you know, to be on these online lobbies, whatever it's. Yeah. That's part of, that's part of why I do it. You know, for sure, uh, not super regularly, but like, especially just being stuck in a socially distant situation. It's, I mean, the internet has been fantastic just to be yeah. able to talk to your friends. Like, cause you're right. I have been going a little psycho just like you because of that distance. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, it's a beautiful thing that we have technology for sure. Cause otherwise, you know, it's, it's really difficult to stay inside and, not talk to anybody and do nothing so i mean i see video games definitely as an outlet for you know a way to waste time essentially because you know there's not too many productive things you can be doing at this point in time well i don't know if i'd agree with that necessarily i will say that video games are like the most fun way (laughs) to waste time and i'm totally guilty of that I've been playing quite a bit of uh, uh, Polytopia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, for sure. And quite a bit of uh, here and there, some GTA and um, some some City Skylines. <laughs> Definitely. And some Call of Duty, you know, just like everyone else. Um, but I have been trying to use my time for more productive things, too. Yeah. I've been listening to podcasts and getting informed. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, Shout out to our listeners. Um, <laughs> uh, but at, at the same time, you know, like it's 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 fun to have fun. And like, I'm not going to turn down a free day to have some fun. Yeah. And that's that's the thing that I look at is like, you know, yeah, you got to get your schoolwork done, you know, play your instrument. You know, I play my instrument just because it's fun, um, you know, read a book, whatever. But at the end of the day, you know you don't have a job to go spend eight hours at to, you know, get more money, whatever, to save up to buy that car you're looking for. You don't have school to do in the conventional way. You know, like I did all my schooling for the last week this morning over a, you know, three hour period. Um, it's way more efficient. Like yeah. I surprise myself. It's it's not as fun. Like I'd rather see people in school, yeah, but it's not nearly as fun. But honestly, it's way more efficient. You can you know, because high school is just there's just so much superfluous garbage in it. I superfluous think. is exactly the kind of diction I would use. It's a lot of time wasting. It's a lot of like logistics and stuff. And when you can just sit down and have an agenda, have your Google Calendar set up have all the assignments you need to do and just do them like it's very satisfying yeah and you can get it done so fast i mean even if you know the teacher assigns three hours of reading or whatever you know that's still three hours of reading that would have been assigned as homework it's just now you incorporate it into your quote-unquote school day um yeah and then you're done and then you're done you can go play cod and you can go play video games exactly Oh. And it's, it, I don't know, you have your reward. <laughs> you do your work, you have your reward. There's no extra stuff to deal with that you normally have to deal with. Yeah, exactly. Um, but again, you know, I look at, you know, throughout a regular day, I probably only have three hours worth of truly productive things to do. 
before, you know, I'm out of schoolwork to do. I, you know, my face hurts because I played so much saxophone, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that saxophone playing will really get those lips sore. Got to tell you. Oh, big time. <laughs> big time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's, it's rough, but Hey, I've been playing my guitar. My fingers get tired. Yeah. So I, I totally feel that, but yeah. So it's just kind of like a balance. Cause we, I've never really had a situ- been in a situation where like you, you do get to choose what you do and when you do it all the time. And yeah. so I, I, I get, I'm a little guilty of just doing dumb shit but but here's <laughs> playing a game here's the thing you know i look at it um and i will admit you know after you know three hours of xbox a day you're like you know you feel guilty because you feel like you're just wasting your life but then i yeah, look like, at what it else could you be doing but like, I who else at, isn't doing that you know i look at it and i'm like there's nothing else to do really <laughs> like no. why am i feeling guilty there's nothing else to do not not really and I have found a couple things. So yeah, I've played my guitar. Yes, I've listened to podcasts. I would recommend um, Ear Biscuits with Threat and Link. Love those guys. Um, that's fantastic. And then just like a couple music podcasts. There's there's always um, like the Spotify, uh, All Songs Considered NPR podcast. That's super good. For sure. Um, so check those out. First listen to this one, then check those out. Listen to, I've listened to a few Joe Rogans. Actually, Joe Rogan, I was, fantastic. So I was watching a uh, his podcast with Burt Kreischer the other day. They just put out like two or three days ago, whatever. Not, not a. I don't know Burt. Who's Burt? You don't know Burt Kreischer? Oh man, don't, don't know Burt. He, he a comedian. He's Is a he comedian. A <laughs> he's a comedian. Gotcha. He's hilarious. And actually, just he has a new special out on it on Netflix that I watched last night and was just pacing my pants. It was so funny. <laughs> i'll have to check that out how was the podcast though the podcast was interesting um i mean it was kind of just two dudes talking um like 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 a podcast yep you know so did they i'm sure they covered some coronavirus stuff because the ones i've listened to with joe he's gotten like some scientists on but even the ones that it's just like you know him with comedians and stuff it always comes up and like yeah no he he was definitely talking about that and you know, it's just funny because Bert is a complete party animal and just drinks all the time. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> well, so is Joe to an extent, even though he's all like enlightened or whatever. Yeah, but he he, he does his fair share. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mean, you look at Bert and he blows basically anybody out of the water. Good for Bert. Yeah, right. But that's funny. I, I, I'm, I bet that episode is hilarious. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've been listening to some podcasts, um, Joe Rogan being one of them, but then also I've done some reading and that has been very surprising for me, but I've actually gone through a couple books. I've done a little bit of reading as well. Um, not as much as I'd like to have, but nice. What, anything interesting? Um, yeah, actually I'm reading the, third book heart of darkness heart of darkness is what you're reading brad no (laughs) i don't like that book it was very no it sucks it's it's uh, it's, i don't get it no if schwad's if schwad's listening it's i appreciate it it's just not like a page turner it's not a book i don't think that can be debated it's not a book for me i don't like it no no um i was reading the third book in the scythe series which has been super interesting the scythe series the scythe series yeah interesting yeah it's a dystopia where basically humanity is conquered um, by the coronavirus, conquered death and disease. Um, oh, okay, okay. And so, opposite of that, they literally can, uh, they can literally, you know, you don't die in the conventional way because everything's run by this massive AI. Um, Whoa. That, you know, so you can, you know, they do what's called turning the corner where basically you make yourself younger again, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, so then in order to mitigate, um, you know, overpopulation, there's the scythe dumb is what it's called. And it's a government of humans that controls death and they, um, go around murdering people essentially. 
Shit. But it, it, it calls into <laughs> it calls into morals because you know, some people do it in a very moral sense and you know, make sure that you know the person who they're killing comes to um agreement with everybody in their life, whatever. And there's some people who just commit mass genocide. And which one would you be, Brad? I would be the first one, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're a good person. Undebatable. Okay. Um, as far as that book goes, though, Brad, like, is there no aging? <laughs> like, do people just like... So you, like, you age... Are you a robot, kind of? No. So people age, but then they do what's called turning the corner, which means um, they make themselves young again, essentially. And so, so like, you can... every time you start to feel like you're getting old and might just have to play golf and uh cribbage for the rest of your life you can just flip the switch yeah so you know like some people they talk about it a tiny bit in the story it's not a huge um huge part of the actual plot but some people you know they'll turn the corner at 30 back to 21 over and over and over some people live out to you know 60 or whatever and then turn the corner back to you know wherever they want to so you can kind of control your age essentially that's crazy yeah sounds super interesting for sure well i read an even more interesting book brad uh you want to guess what it was about um please tell me it's not heart of darkness (laughs) (laughs) yes no it was actually about olive oil um, can you can you guess why I would be reading a book about olive oil? No, no, I cannot. Do you remember what my occupation was before we all uh, became hermits? Um. Oh shoot! Yeah, you were you were working at this little like natural foods or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I was working downtown at Trevare. For those of you that don't know, Trevare is a new store in town and. I feel really bad for them right now for my boss because it's not a good time to be starting a small business, <laughs> obviously, but it's actually, they've been really successful until this whole outbreak thing. But the whole premise is they sell authentic, like Italian food products that are super delicious. I get to like eat all kinds of stuff every night. Um, but, and they also sell, basically what is true extra virgin olive oil and so this book is about how the olive oil industry is basically like a drug cartel nice and yeah seriously and like there are dealers and there are kingpins and there are whole like underground networks basically like dealing fraudulent extra virgin olive oil so when you buy olive oil at the supermarket like if you go to costco and buy one of those big ass things of olive oil that says extra virgin it's probably not actually extra virgin and you're probably participating in like some kind of drug drug transaction (laughs) is basically what i learned wow that's exciting it is it was the most boring. I actually didn't finish it. Um, <laughs> Shocking. But yeah, but I my my boss really wanted me to read it. Um, at this point, I, when, when I started, I was like, oh, this will be good for me to tell customers. You know, I know all about all of this, all of Ellie, olive oil. But now it doesn't really matter. So I did not finish the book. But yeah, that was my uh, reading experience. For sure. <laughs> Although I am just looking at all my books that I've read over the years and there's definitely some good ones up there. Yeah. Yeah. I na- name a few just absolute classics. Um 6 of Crows is don't know it. It's a phenomenal phenomenal two-part um series. Brad only reads phenomenal just to let you know. Um the Brissinger, uh, the Aragon series, obviously. Oh, Aragon. Shout out to Bridger Gardner. Yes. Um, His favorite series of all time. <laughs> I love that. I, I think, honestly, people people hate on Eldest, 
which is I think the second book in the series where he goes and trains in that forest um, and falls in love with Area. That's actually I I believe is the third book that it, that all goes down. I'm pretty sure the second, the second the second book he's still trying to figure. It. The second book I I think they're kind of in the all out warfare kind of thing, and it's okay. A so lot Brissing, more political. So then there's the Brissinger. How do you say that? Brissinger. Um, yeah, that one I believe. So maybe it's in that one. That one goes a little bit more into. Yeah, he goes and trains with the elves. I think in that one. Okay. Yeah. Whatever one where he goes and trains, I just think it's badass. Like he meets this famous old like dragon rider who shows him the ways of like because he's he's like the last one. Yeah. You know. But yeah, awesome series. Okay. Um, the Da Vinci Code. I've heard good that things. That book is haven't haven't read it. That book opens your mind to so many things. It's like it's like a psychological kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, they go very in depth into um, Da Vinci and a lot of very conspiracy theory esque stuff. Huh. Um, Epic is a really good one. It's a story where they're in they basically live their lives through a virtual reality so similar to um ready player one except they are a much more like the virtual reality is a lot more like medieval style oh that's cool yeah so like futuristic but not yeah like futuristic that. but not um so you you know you have your occupation is through this VR and yeah, super cool stuff. Um, what other good ones I got up there? Hmm. I will say, Brad, just looking at my selection here, one of my favorite series of all time, just like classic young adult fiction. Like when I actually read for pleasure, which I should do more of is the Rangers apprentice series. Yep. Yep, I've got that one on the shelf, but I never actually I just, never got into that one. Really? Yeah. Dang, dude. I moved on. To yeah, other, no, I love that one. I moved on to other ones like uh, I Am Number 4 was a pretty good one. It was a good series. <laughs> your, um, your, your, your book taste is like your taste in music. Meaning it's really good, but like kind of obscure. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the first book is. It's it's by Chima. Um, some of the books in it are like The Crimson Crown, The Grey Wolf Throne. Super, super good series. Crimson Crown. Is that where you got your gamer tag, Brad? Tell me that. It is not actually where I got the uh, gamer tag. Is that, a, is that a good story? <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Uh, the gamer tag story is not really that good. So I... Uh, Okay, let's hear it now. I got to hear it now. (laughs) So back when Bradley Boy started gaming, um, he got given the the thing. uh, Autumn Metal was the original gamer tag that I had. Autumn, I feel like I, I remember that. Autumn Metal? Yep, Autumn Metal. Uh, Which is kind of epic, honestly. Not gonna lie, it was kind of an epic ga- gamer tag. I don't know. I thought it was a bit cheesy at the time. Granted, I was probably only thirteen. Um, and then I uh, ended up playing in this clan with, or ended up starting this clan uh, for Rainbow Six Siege with some friends from, like. They were from California, Alaska. Still talk to them, good buds. But gamer friends, classic. Yeah. Um, so we started the West Coast Warriors was the clan. So it's WCW. Ooh. Which you can still see in Andrew's gamer tag. He's WCW Panda. Um, nice. But I decided I would stray from the um autumn metal because I didn't want to do like WCW Autumn or WCW Metal. Didn't really make a whole lot of sense. I was like, I'll do WCW Crimson. 
Um, yeah. And I want to spell it with a K just because why not? Because that's fucking sick. Yeah. And then. Which it is. And then. And then it became and then who is Crimson? So because... so the who is is uh, a little callback to um, I started what's called a Smurf account um, with um, Andrew and another one of our gamer buddies, and we would do who is, and then we would uh, it would be different um, professional Rainbow Six streamers. So like we had who is Skittles, um, mine was who is Kicks, a reference to Kickstar. Um, he's one of the big casters in the Rainbow Six scene, big streamer there. Um, and then I just really liked the who is part, and so I changed my name to who is Crimson. And then it's been that ever since. And it's stuck like that for... All right. I guess two and a half years now. Um, Still kicking with the Who is Crimson. Yeah, but I can't really say two and a half years because I didn't play for an entire year. But that is that. All right. So we have gaming. For quarantine activities we have reading we have blowing on your saxophone until your face hurts yep and i'm just gonna i feel like we should just talk about music a little bit like i've been listening to some good tunes lately yeah so i actually just got back onto spotify from apple music which is big news for brad yeah that's kind of was a good play and so with that change i listened just started listening to some old classics that I really liked. Um, some old Jason Mraz, actually. Like, like early 2000s? Like, yeah, like early, early 2000s Jason Mraz. Um, like some songs you people probably have never heard of. Remedy. Yeah, I'm, I, I like I'm Yours, and that's about my extent of the Jason Mraz catalog. Yeah, <laughs> one of my favorites is Remedy off his first album. Remedy. Okay, yeah. I should write these down. It's it's a quality tune. Um, got back into a little bit of Eminem, but not really. Okay, Godzilla is is a banger. Oh, Godzilla! I'm sorry, Godzilla he's not a, black. It's still a banger. Godzilla is a banger and a half. That song like, is next and level. And with the juice feature, like holy shit, like that is a hook and a half. It's amazing. And then he like comes in before Juice is even done, like doing his little mumbly auto-tune singing which is you know i love yeah it. just with that hard-hitting classic m like style yeah that m&m style like just... i can swallow a bottle like of alcohol like i feel like godzilla, feel like godzilla. yeah gotta hit the deck like that co- oh it's so good yeah it's i love very it. very well done um it plays well in the burb too it does in case you were wondering yeah, it plays very fantastic well. burb tune um yeah let's see what else did i kind of get into a little bit um Older Death Punch. Five Figure Death Punch got into a lot of their older stuff again. Um, Gone Away, right? That's older. Not really. Okay, well. I mean, that one's... <laughs> Try my best. Gone Away is off their uh, Injustice for None album, which is their second to last album. They just came out with a new album, Fate. Oh, gotcha. Unbelievable Okay, album. so it's pretty recent. Yeah. But Gone Away is still a cover. Yeah, so Gone Away really is a very good song. Um, also, Gone Away, the original by The Offspring, is phenomenal. Truly a great song. Yeah, and they did another big cover song that got big too, um, right? Bad Company. Bad Company. Off their... Bad Company. I won't deny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a sick Bad song. Company off their... Uh, What's the album called? I know it has war in it. Whatever. Um, that song, Fire. They covered Blue on Black in their second to last album, which is originally a Kenny Wayne Shepherd song, which love Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Been listening yeah, there's to some something about stuff. metal song. Okay, yeah. No, I haven't gotten into his catalog oh, too much. Oh, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, he, he is one of the best blues guitarists to ever live. 
Just classic pentatonic noodling. Um, and then what else? Definitely Eternal A Take, Brad. We can't forget that amazing uh, LP that who, who who released that, Brad? Tell me Eternal you know this. A take. <laughs> Old Uzi, our boy oh, Uzi. I don't. It's his new 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 I don't album. Listen to that. Yeah, um, yeah. See, that's just your taste. I uh, not a huge fan of trap. Not a huge mumble rap guy. But like, I gotta jump on that train here and there. And silly watch off Eternal Take banger. It's it's a an unapologetic banger. Although a lot of his stuff is is too like cheesy and poppy. Yeah, for, me. for sure. Um, but yeah, old Death Punch. Like I've been listening to a lot of their um. American Oops. capitalist album, which that's that's uh right in your face, it's big time in your face <laughs> with a message there. Uh, yeah. I love the opening line of that song. I'm a rough blooded, uh, I'm a rough, uh, I'm a rough blooded redneck son of a bitch. I'm a goddamn American capitalist. Nice. Yes, yeah, it's it's a great nice. song. It's that entire album hits you in the face every single song trump should uh trump should use that uh album as a soundtrack for his coronavirus previews, the, al- the album cover is the album cover is hilarious <laughs> it's uh because they modeled their logo or one of their logos off the like presidential logo and so that's sitting up on a skyscraper and then it's their mascot with the skull with the five, the blood handprint on the face in this suit with two just smoking hot girls next to him in front of a Lamborghini. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's American capitalism. That's American capitalist right there. Beautiful. Um, I love it. I'll have to listen to that one. And then all the way back to their way to the way of the fist album debut album. Um, I was listening. Uh, what's the song? The bleeding off that song is unbelievable. So, Brad, for our listeners, what would you like if you could give people who haven't gotten into metal yet any advice about getting into metal? What would you give them? Um, I would say start with cleaner music that has um a little bit of a callback to the like genre that you prefer listening to. So like for me, when I started, I started listening to like Avenged Sevenfold, Death Punch, stuff like that. Because like even like Metallica's Black Album. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Just like more accessible. A little bit more accessible. Metal. And I say that because, you know, like I listen to rock and roll kind of you know i listened to rock and roll when i grew up you know i was all about acdc scorpions rush whatever like 80s hair metal yeah anthemic rock like classic rock bands yeah pretty much um and so the closest you could get while getting heavier and more aggressive is you know avenge sevenfold whatever but if you're listening, if you're more of a pop fan, I would suggest, you know, getting into a little bit more um, pop metalcore ish music like, you know, Bullet for My Valentine um, of Mice and Men, stuff like that. Maybe While She Sleeps could be a little bit heavy for you, but they do have a little bit more pop aspects. Um what if you're a rap fan? If you're a rap fan, you know, that one's a little bit tougher. Oh, I don't know, Brad. I think it's I think it's pretty easy. Um Rage. Rage. Yeah. You listen to Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> For sure. You definitely <laughs> Rage is something that would be a great stepping stone. Um There are a few bands that I'm just completely blanking on the name. That like if you listen to Eminem, you know they match that intensity, um, and you know hit just as hard. They just have a little bit more acoustic, you know, beats to them, a little bit more double kick, whatever. 
um, aspects. And then, you know, from there, you kind of just work your way into it. Um, find what you like, you know, find what kind of lyrics really hit you because that's a big part of metal. You know, a lot of people will say, you know, they don't like metal because you can't tell what they're saying. But lyrics of metal usually are some of the most impactful lyrics there are. Yeah. And the songs are kind of built so that you have to do a little digging, right? Yeah. Like you don't just get everything from a first listen. And that's what I really love about it is, you know, you have to dig for the lyrics. You know, you have to dig for that you know riff that's back there that you can't really hear but then as soon as you hear it you just fall in love with it instantly kind of thing um and a lot of people get carried away with that first listen just because there's so much going on um but you really you know a good entry metal song will have a bridge or a chorus or you know that one breakdown line or whatever that just sticks in your mind that'll have you coming back for that second listen. Um, it's really what I found. Yeah. So it's got to have something to have you come back. Yeah. But at the same time, it just can't be too accessible. And I feel like that's what makes listening to metal so rewarding as a genre is it's just, it's more of an experience than listening to a rap song listening to pop like yeah for sure you really gotta kind of commit yourself to everything about the song and so i feel like it's just rewarding in that yeah way. i mean you know i listen to you know songs and after the hundredth listen then that's when i hear that one bass line in the background that is just going so hard you can't even believe it yeah there's always more to unpack for sure <laughs> As far as what I've been listening to, Brad, it's kind of it's kind of been limited to Pearl Jam's newest album, which just got dropped like a couple weeks ago. I know I've been actually I think like like a week ago. It's it's it hasn't been long. At I've all. been wanting to listen to it. I just have been carried away with um, listening. Just all of the more important things that you should be. No, doing. I, just, <laughs> I I've just been in a very nostalgic uh, music spot right now a whole lot been kind of rediscovering past songs that i like yeah no and me too and listening to pearl jam for me is is nostalgic just because my mom used to play backspacer on road trips and oh they've kind of dominated a lot of what i've listened to in the past so to like have a new album out it's it's crazy and i'm not going to go out there and say that this album is like revolutionary it's not like it's not like you know, it's not a 10 out of 10 album. They're 50 year old millionaires putting out an album. It can't be like raw like it was 30 years ago, you know? Yeah. Um, for but sure. it's, it's still, it's still a good album. I, I enjoy it. Um, it's just nice to hear Eddie back in the studio, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's what really draws me to metal, punk, whatever is that rawness that, comes with the vocals and comes with the energy and comes with like the inspiration behind it. Like it's gotta be honest, you know, it's gotta be real. And it's hard to really connect too much with lyrics being put out by people that have a hundred million (laughs) dollars. Like what kind of dilemmas could they really have? You know, like it's just a little bit, you know, a a little bit more sheltered, a little bit more insulated, Yeah, but it's still fun to listen to. Yeah. But I mean, like I listened to, you know, five for your death punch who, you know, they've been making, they've been putting out albums, super successful albums, you know, headlining monster tours kind of thing. And yeah, that's, that's like, that's like when you make it in music, like by the time I'm listening to your music, you've probably made a lot of money. That's just how it works. Yeah. And, you know, their second to last album, they have a song, Champagne, which just, I love the the double-sidedness of it because it's Champagne as in S-H-A-M-P-A-I-N, not oh, yeah. Champagne the yeah. Beverage. Which is spelled some other different way that I don't want to try to do right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, like, that song is seriously, um, 
it just it really touches on that aspect of like yeah we've made it big you know um you know they're living the lives they want to live and all their little problems they're having is all just champagne yeah and i don't want to discredit any problems people have like yeah i don't think people have problems is going to take away your problems you know i don't think being rich is going to make you happy i don't think I don't think you can necessarily reach happiness. I think it's always kind of a journey. But like, I feel like in your music, part of that journey is projected to your audience. And when you're kind of at a point in your life where you, where you aren't really going anywhere, it's hard to, it's hard to take that music too seriously. Yeah. But like metal bands always have something to you know, <laughs> talk about. They've yeah. always got some political stance they're taking. For and sure. So, yeah, if you're aligned with that, or even if you're not, it's rewarding to just engage with it. I mean, listening to um, Fit for an Autopsy's latest album, The Sea of Tragic Beasts, you know, um, one of their songs, Shepherd, um, you know, highlights just I mean, the main chorus is man is a cancer. They call for death and it answers, which, you know, they, they've they always been very political in their Man is lyrics. a cancer. Yeah. Holy shit. No, yeah. Very political in their lyrics. And I've always taken that stance of just man is the worst thing that has ever happened to this earth yeah it's true i mean like have you seen those maps of pre and post coronavirus uh it's atmospheric like co2 levels yeah Um, it's crazy like northern italy before coronavirus it's just this this red splotch of pollution and right now it's 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 clear like it's it's nothing yeah for sure (laughs) it Um, goes to show like how much of an impact we have and you can't really argue that we shouldn't be having an impact because in that case, you're arguing like against your own existence, but you can't argue about how much of an impact that is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think back to one of their songs, Empty Still, or not not Empty Still. Um, when the Bulbs Burn Out is the name of the song. That's all just, you know... Um, all of your material dreams and all of your material things mean nothing when the bulbs burn out, you know, all that we have and all that we have worked for is going to be for nothing. If we don't, you know, turn around this plague that we are inflicting upon the earth. Yeah. And there are, I totally agree. And there are some counter arguments to that. And people will say, Oh, it's just, it's my life. I want to do what I want with my life and i respect that yeah i for sure i do too you know but i also kind of care about like if i ever have children or grandchildren i care about their lives in the future yeah i care about my little cousins who live in portland you know i care and honestly i care that other people i don't who i don't even know or will never be related to can see the kind of beauty that is out there that i've been able to see yeah. And if and if we if we if we take that away, I would feel bad. So from my perspective, I think that it's just kind of the nice thing to do to lessen your impact. And if you if you're not a nice person, <laughs> I I guess I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Just like the earth is something we have to take care of. And coronavirus is just kind of a wake-up call about how fragile all this all this artificial gratification is like, you know, all this fancy stuff that we have could go away. You know, people are dying. Yeah. There's not enough. There's not enough medical supply for what's going on right now. And so no humans don't have the answers to the problems that mother nature can bring onto the earth. And we need to be a little more humble and we need to kind of, take our steps forward with caution and respect for the earth you know yeah for sure and i feel like there's a lot anyway, of stuff... that was kind of a, a rant but... <laughs> yeah no i get it and i feel like there's definitely you know things that we have done already that should be reversed 
Yeah, before they get worse, because we're at a point where if we don't stop, you know, this the kind of practices that we're engaging in right now, as far as burning tons of fossil fuels with pretty much no regulation and polluting with plastic and all this stuff that is having negative impacts, we're at a we're at kind of a crossroads. And if we keep going down this track, we're not going to be able to reverse the stuff that we've already done, because like you said, the stuff that we've already done has been significant enough. Let's not make it worse kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. It's it's something to think about. But thank God that we have five finger death punch to get us thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank God that we have music, seriously. Yeah, music's definitely been a great outlet um, in times like this, for sure. All right, so we got we got Xbox, we got music, we got podcasts, we got musical instruments, we got reading. Um, let's talk about what what I, we've talked about this a little bit, but before we get done here, let's talk just a little bit about like what kind of stuff that we've been able to do outside. Because everything that we've talked about so far has just been Inside, stuff that you can kind of do in your in room, place, yeah, you know, by yourself. So. Yeah, I've uh, gone fishing a few times. Same, which has been I, your Instagram stories. By the way, were fantastic. Yeah, if you guys are <laughs> love already those. following Anderson Brad underscore forty one on Instagram, we're trying to keep up the vlogs. But honestly, there's nothing to vlog about at this point in time. But yeah, it's been pretty funny lately. It's just like I've done nothing. I've done nothing <laughs> I've done all nothing. day. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little bit of school, and other than that, nothing. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm hoping to get out definitely here next week. It's supposed to be not freezing and still winter. It's supposed to be sunny, warm, more spring-like, which I could yeah, no, be it, more it's, we've excited had for. Snow. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's last week, like, Honestly, shelter in place wouldn't be terrible if I could go sit out on my porch and enjoy the sun. But, but it's been snowing. You can't. Yeah. No. And I remember that first week, it was super nice. Yeah. And so I was like, damn, this would be like a really, really nice start to spring if the world wasn't going to shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of where my mind was at. But I still tried to make the most of it. Like, I got out for a couple hikes. Demers Ridge in the North Fork, guys, if you can get up there, it is absolutely spectacular. Um, but I know you got out to the cabin those first few days. Yep, been out to the cabin. I went out to the cabin the first few days, which was really nice, especially just because it was information overload with the coronavirus, and I just wanted to kind of get away from it all for a little bit. Yeah. Um, socially distanced from Andrew Brozick, but you know, yep. keeping, keeping the limit to two people and still being safe. So I respect that. Yep. Couldn't make it on the hike though, which is a shame. Yeah, it was tragic. But, but yeah, you guys were like I, in your vlogs, Anderson, Brad, 41 vlogs guys. Um, you guys were just like tanning on the dock in the snow. Cause it was so, yeah, nice. no, it was like 51 <laughs> degrees outside. Granted the lake still had ice on it. Um, but yeah, no, we were just set up in our little beach chairs on the dock, just enjoying the sunshine, which was high quality. Getting that preseason tan in. And <laughs> odds are, if next week is as nice as it says, I will try to be out there a little bit more. But. Yeah, you should. I'm I'm just bummed that we can't get a bunch of you know, we can't get the burb gang out to the cabin. Yeah. It's just I mean we could. We could. <laughs> we could caravan out there and we could keep our distance, but it would not be uh it would be frowned upon is all I'll say yeah. by certain certain uh uh adult individuals. Yeah, I have a feeling that would not happen. But I don't think I don't think Randy would be a fan <laughs> of that idea. No. Um but Oh, well, rightly so, too. I mean, he sees the front lines of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, but then another another cool thing I did, Brad, to enjoy the, the sunshine, socially distance outside is I bought my so I counted my change. I had like a big jar of change in my closet. Guess how much it was? Uh, I don't know. I've seen I've seen cash piles or change piles of upwards of 200 bucks. OK, yeah. So not that much. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was 50 nice. bucks, which I thought, you know, yeah, 50 bucks that I can basically just pull out of my pocket. And um, with stores closed, shipping still on, Amazon still open. So I bought myself a longboard. Nice. Yeah, yeah longboard. I've bitch. got my longboard sitting above my head. I've been, <sighs> been thinking about getting it out for sure. Yeah, no, you got to get out. It's, it's, I mean, I've been having a great time. We got, Sam got his from Garrett Brock. Shout out Garrett Brock. Um, <laughs> and let's like, like Miles got one. Bridger's got one. Anna's, Anna's painting the bottom of hers. Nice. Um, I should probably paint but yeah, no, mine. Like, mine looks stupid. I want to do it too. Well, mine's nothing. Yeah, mine's just like retro, retro spec logo. Yeah. That's it. Um. But yeah, those things are really fun. And I'd never like I'd done some skateboarding. Yeah. You know, not a huge skater kid, but a little Yeah, I've started to get I've started <laughs> to get skate. around pretty well on the longboard for sure. Yeah, it's just a fun way to get around. Like if things open up this summer, that's that's the only method of transportation that I I got my use. longboard and then I got my little scoot. Oh yeah, you're you're my little electric, electric scooter, right? yeah. That thing looks so fun. Although it is funny when you go to top speed because it's like <laughs> so I'm zooming. I'm going like 15. It's great. 15, yeah. Gets me around for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I I don't I think I could keep to up. work the last few days before the store closed, which was fun. Yeah, so sports one is open a few days into quarantine. Yeah, wasn't it? so uh school got canceled and then I had a full week of uh work before they shut down so yeah i had a full week of uh, nothing but you know trevare trevare didn't need my help and then trevare shut down too and now they're doing deliveries so hey if you want some real extra virgin olive oil that isn't being handled by drug kingpins although that is kind of cool to think about um and it is actually healthy for you order it from trevare sick there's a plug quick plug you want some cheese, you want some some meat, some high-quality Italian sausage, or just your select meat, Trevare. Quick nice. Plug. But yeah, no, I wasn't working. Um, if I was, though, I would longboard to work. I'll, yep. I'll say that. So I scooted to work because it was gorgeous outside, and yeah. But now it's, now you know, it's up. not as gorgeous and now everything's the world has ended. Yep. And now Burb Gang has hasn't been able to gang the Burb. Yep. So it's now ganging the podcast. Ganging the podcast. That's our new motto, guys. <laughs> uh, look for it in the description. All right, Brad. I think that um, just about wraps it up. I think everyone, I hope everyone has enjoyed their ride in the Burb today. You know, socially distant. Let us let us um, know if we gotta keep this going. Keep this interesting. Yeah. We're excited for your feedback. We just want to reach out. Um, we know we're all kind of in a weird place right now. And so it's just it's it's a it's a way for us to kind of bring some variety to you guys and to us. So we're just here to have fun. We hope you guys enjoy. Anything nope, else, Brad? That'll call it. All right. All right. We out.